You know me, I'm Sanchez, aka the Black Mexican. It's PJ. I was the, you know why I'm here. And everybody is Kira. Y'all come key, KP, it really doesn't matter. Boy, man, he always booing. M.A.S. I'm the mic for the fun. I can't hear you. Say it louder for the people in the back, you heard? This episode will probably be our longest episode to date, but I guarantee you it's very beneficial to everyone and it's absolutely 110% for the culture. So feel free to share it and I hope y'all enjoy and I hope y'all learn something. Episode 3. Alright y'all, we back and we got the full crew so I'm excited because I haven't seen a couple of these guys for a couple of weeks, so... How y'all week been? Man, it's been pretty good, man. I've just been, you know, working and grinding, just the everyday grind, man. Yeah, what about you, King? It's long. <laughs> it's always long. Yeah, it's always long. Go ahead, Pete. Mine's was good, ready for the weekend. Yeah. Going to the chicken wing thing. Oh, the, the chicken oh, right. Where's where that at? It's in Washington it? Park. I think it was downtown. Yep. Is this? Downtown it Washington is? Park. Okay. Is it today? Yeah, from like, like 9 to like... 11, 10 or 11, something like 10. that? Yeah. yeah. I'm a party pop down there eventually. So we do got a special guest with us today. Um, I, I call him Mr. Financial Advisor, but he's also the owner and founder of Abundance University. Lawrence Kane Jr. is here, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, so for those who don't know you, who are you? <laughs> man, uh, <laughs> that's a loaded question, bro. <laughs> but long story short, man, just... Uh, black man who just want everybody to be successful around him um, in all areas of, of life. Right. You know what I'm saying? But I'm a father. Um, I'm a husband. Been married for five years. Um, and I've been a business owner uh, for four years. So Abundance University, we do uh, services for both adults and teens. Right. I was going to say, I, I see you, um, you offer financial coaching for all ages and then workshops for the youth. Mm-hmm. What can someone expect when purchasing your services? So for one-on-one coaching, uh, you can expect just uh, number one an accountability partner. So I, I, even if like even my friends they can't like don't tell me your goals if you ain't really serious, right? right. So when I when I have one on one clients, that's the first step is what what do, what are you actually after? And then um, you can also expect me to just give you every resource strategy and um, and, and just a- everything that comes with it, right? right. So if you you say you want to open up a business, you know, I'm going I'm going to challenge you to do your research on your market cuz right. you can't just oh, you can't just open up a business yeah. and then people going to come to you, you know, so just the things that, you know, that I look back and say if I would have did these things, I would have kind of been a little further. Right. Um so just giving people just the, you know, teaching them early what I learned late ultimately and then just <clears throat> results. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like yeah. you can expect results when you uh when you Pay for the services. Right. You know, that's we result driven, not just ain't just fluff. That's but, important. Yeah, that's yeah. you you paying for something. You <laughs> right. You go get your Absolutely. money's worth. That's important. I also saw uh, you got the invest in black women. Yeah, invest so in we black got the, men. Yeah. You got the I am the bag, which I think is a super dope one. Yeah, and then Money Mondays. Uh, tell us how that clothing line came about. Sure. So I mean, like Money Monday. So how I even got started with business is that. Um, I worked in finance since 2010. So I worked at U.S. Bank, worked at Antonelli College, and I worked at a startup in uh, Blue Ash. And while I was there, man, I mean, you had people that were like 55, 60 years old that were co-signers on $80,000 worth of student loans, yeah. but they didn't know the difference between a round number and account number. So <laughs> I'm like, man, this, you know, and it ain't just black people. Like, yeah. it's like it's all everybody. different type of people. I ain't people. even gonna lie. I found that out probably about three years ago, probably like... <laughs> 25, I realized which one was which. I right. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, when well, you got to set up that direct deposit, yeah, you yeah. know what I'm saying? So, yeah. so I was like, man, you know what? I'm tired of it. And, and that wasn't like the first time I've, right. I've, I've had to deal with it, but I was just like, man, like we got to we gotta do something. Yeah. And I had a, a an advisory team that I was a part of, and they just were like, man, y'all got to start businesses that uh, can help the community and eventually employ yeah. our youth. Uh, so they were like, whatever your expertise is, build a business around it. Next time we see y'all, everybody ha- has to have a business plan. Right. And I was like, okay. <laughs> so Abundance University was created. It, I, it wasn't even called Abundance University first. It was called um, SIG, 
um, and it stood for um, sharing important and critical knowledge. But um, eventually, you know, we got the branding from uh, Bunnage University, and we we rolled with that. So uh, we we started we started with that, yeah. and I, I, the way I wanted to introduce it to the world was actually not just try to get clients, mm. but to get people comfortable with talking about finances, right? Because yeah. we don't like where where do we talk about finances? you know, in a positive manner. Right. It's not really a safe haven. It's not really people starting this conversation in our family. Uh, so that's what I started Money Mondays with. So that was about it was about four, four five years ago yeah. where I was just doing a video every Monday for like a year and a half straight. Yeah. Um, just providing tips, providing like, you know, you're doing like questions like, hey, what, what would you do if you have $50,000 right now? You know, what are the first few purchases you would make, you know, and just driving the conversation like that. Um, so then we started doing our uh, financial empowerment workshops around that. And then ultimately, you know, for, you know what, what, what you see on the website today is what, where we're at. So during that process, um, I realized that if it wasn't for black women, I wouldn't be the man who I am today. Yeah, and I always wanted to um, pay homage uh, to you know, black women in general, yeah. um, they always fight for us. They always have our back, no matter how dumb we are mm-hmm. um, to <laughs> them. True. You know, not even just talking about relationships, but just, you know, yeah. you see these goofy debates on social media. And it's <laughs> like, man, dude, like, relax. Like, <laughs> so uh, we start, we did the, we launched the apparel um, last year, 2018. Um, so I, you know, started with one shirt, looked yeah. at, you know, saw, saw how people responded to it, and right. then. You know, we have hoodies, T-shirts. Um, we about to, uh, I mean, it's hoodie season. Yeah, exactly. You know, I know it's 90 degrees as we record <laughs> right, this, yeah. but you know, eventually, you know, Cincinnati, we going to get some yeah. we gonna get some cold weather. But, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so we got that. And then, uh, obviously, to invest in black men um, because our boys need to understand that. Um, they they need to be invested in, too. You know, a lot of there's a lot of women empowerment conferences Absolutely. and things there that is a necessity yeah um but we also need to be mindful of the young men too mm-hmm. and we don't have any men and male empowerment conferences do we no we, we don't, don't at all like you don't, don't you can't find one i will say i'm working i'm working on something i'll have it um probably in a, about a month to to tell everybody about but i am working on something like that because we don't have we that. just don't right yeah i think that's a i think it slipped through the cracks when it comes to black men like yeah we right. always focus on the women but it's always got to be about both, you know what I mean? Especially yeah. mentally. Because yeah. black women, yeah, you know, like sometimes I think black men have so much on their shoulders and people neglect mm-hmm. that, you know what I mean? Because we walk around, we don't show emotion as much because we've been taught not to show that emotion. Right? Absolutely. So I think that's that's vital. Right. And when we say invest, right, it's not just monetary. Right. You know, it's not just about right. money. It's that emotional. It's the spiritual you know, it's just the support in general, right? Yeah. Like, if it, it's been plenty of times, you know, people have started businesses, mm-hmm. and, you know, I'm looking at it, and I'm analyzing their business like it's mine, and I'll reach out to them, like, hey, I think you should do this for your website, or you should do this, um, or, hey, I created this image for you, use yeah. this. That's like, dope. just on the humble, you know what I mean? I, don't, I ain't promoting <clears throat> that on social media right. or anything like that. I just value I just value relationships. I'm, I'm, very, I'm very, very big on... Um, being valuable in the relationship yeah, and not yeah. just being the one that's taken. So I think a lot of people can can take from that and, and do it. And a lot more people need to do it. Because I, I got a question for you. Why do you think black businesses have such trouble finding and gaining support? I think we expect it. That's the problem. Like You can't open a business and just expect people to support. Mm-hmm. Like you actually have to build the business. Um, and a lot of people just start a business they don't launch it. So... The difference is, you know, people have, um, you know, just a business that they want to start. Let's take, let's take for example, a t-shirt, a clothing line, right? You, most people just will have a shirt. They just say, all right, I'm selling this now. They don't take the proper steps of like engaging with people. Actually, you know, there there's websites that you can do if you can't afford like a full blown photo shoot. Like if you go to my website, all of those models I do not know. I went mm-hmm. through a. Um, a website where they have mock-ups. So it looks super professional when you yeah. get on my website. It looked like I had this photo shoot with all these people, <laughs> but I didn't. I paid $15 for all of those pictures. Wow. You know what I mean? So I'm teaching people that. But but also, when you do, if you do use a photo shoot or you do use it, like, 
create a buzz. You know what I mean? Right. Start to like do do some offline stuff. Social media, you know, obviously it can propel you, right. but at the end of the day, that can't be the only way you make money. That can't be the only way you engage with people. You have to get like out here. Right. You know what I mean? It's yeah. it's always traffic, right? I mean, Absolutely. there's people outside of yeah. <laughs> outside yeah. of social media, right? So that's one thing. I think the other thing is we don't like to build teams around us. That's so if you look at so if you look at these Fortune 500 companies. The CEO of the, of the company is the chief executive officer. CEO for most black people stands for chief everything officer. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? And that's that's that. where that's where um, we can actually improve on is you know as you develop you know your business model, look at the key things that that need to be done on a day to day basis, and then look for those people with those set of skills. Yeah. I'm real I've been pushing a lot on people that they need to uh, get interns as well. Uh, because we have to teach the young, you know, the younger yeah. generation what it really looks like. I yeah. got three interns right now. I don't pay them a dime. Yeah. And it ain't because I can't um or I won't is because of the relationships that I have with the people around me. So the two interns I got from North College Hill is part of their class. Right. I ain't the only one that got a business. So it's like if you develop these relationships and understand where are people that got to have internships, right? You look at a UC, you look at Xavier, you look at Thomas More, you look at NKU, you look at Cincinnati, man. You surround about a lot of people that are looking for opportunity. So if you have a business and you're in a city that has two, three colleges, start developing a relationship with uh, the professors and the instructors yeah. that teach in that like field. that field, right? Yeah. And then mm-hmm. and then eventually you you can get on, on the campus, start vetting people, interviewing the kids and you know. Because a lot of times we say, man, I need if I had this, but it's like you ain't even <laughs> like you're not you're not going to where the people that can help you are. Right. And that's that's a big thing. But building a team and actually launching and building the business, those are the two challenges uh, that I feel like a lot of a lot of small business owners they face in uh, 2019. But just because it's a challenge, don't mean they can't, can't overcome. Right, absolutely. I got a whole bunch of questions for you, but I'm gonna let somebody else ask questions. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I already know what you're about. You already know you got my support. I think that you still uh, pushing to get the finance, like teachers. Teaching about finances in school, I think. So, based, so, so the youth program that I have is called Money Seeds, and it's based on uh, the book that I self-published in 2017. Mm-hmm. I'm not pushing necessarily teachers to do it because you can have a teacher teach a class about money, and they don't know nothing about money. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, so we need sure. actual experts in there. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, obviously, myself, I would try to teach. I, if, if a teacher is going to teach it, they got to go through my training. Yeah. But ultimately, I want to get in and really touch the seniors. So the seniors, like, we have, I don't know how many seniors in Cincinnati that will be graduating this year. They're going to go from having to ask permission to go to the bathroom to now they got to make these big financial decisions. And it was never taught on what the residual effect is, right? We we know so many people that went to college ain't even going, ain't even working in the field that they went to college in, right? So they got all these student loans. Yeah. And they ain't even you know what I mean. So yeah. so now we got people saying, man, college is scam, college is scam. But right. it's like we teaching. I'm teaching these these high school seniors, like man, find somebody else to pay for it first. Right. Like student loans should be the last thing yeah. that you worry about. Right. You know what I mean? And also like we were talking offline about like you know kids that don't necessarily go to college and right. they they want to move out their mama house and stuff like that. We created a financial independent checklist. To where they gotta save five thousand dollars on their own. They gotta start building their credit. They gotta start an investment account or an investment club. Yeah. Um, they have to get a mentor. They have to. Um, they have to uh, start developing skills and not just you know working a working a job and saying that you you know how to follow directions. That's that's not a. It's comprehension. That ain't <laughs> a, a real skill. So see, I think that's what we're lacking in multiple black communities. Absolutely, you know, we need someone like you or that's. Uh, building something like that in multiple black communities throughout yeah. the city, right. state, and then just you know right. make it national. Yeah, I mean it's a lot of people uh, that do good things. I just think we have to reimagine mm-hmm. how how we want to build up our communities, right? Like a lot of people think like, yeah, we need to, you know, these these people don't want us to learn about it. It's like these people ain't stopping us from <laughs> going to board meetings. <laughs> yeah, you right. know, these people aren't stopping us from 
actually, like you saying, like starting these programs ourselves. And that's why I'm starting my uh, Patreon page. Uh, so to be uh, launching here in the next 30 days to where the funds that I get with that will help me be able to go into the inner city and just pull up on on, <laughs> on people right. like, look, we going to do these programs and we ain't asking for no money because it's already funded by the people. Right. You know what I mean? That's, that's, that's ultimately what we have to do. We have to... You look at the Black Panthers, you know what I mean? They they had people that funded them. You know, they were doing breakfast, yeah. you know, for the community. Right. You know what I'm saying? Wasn't nobody paying for that. Right. But it but it was because it was funded. Right. You know, so it's it's like you gotta look at what was working, what does work, and how can we do it in the twenty first century. Um, so yeah, teachers, you know, obviously they, they, they have enough on their plate. So it's just about us making these schools make this a priority. Because right yeah. now they think it's charity work. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And I think what you're doing is dope too, because a lot of when you're in school, a lot of people talk about scholarship, 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 scholarship. Right. And I actually had the the opportunity to have a full scholarship, but nobody taught me um, everything that goes with it. Like you're not gonna have the money that you need while you're in college right. for food and for shoes, and because you know you're a full time student. Right. So it would have been nice to know. You know, save five thousand dollars before yep. you go to college. Mm-hmm. Do this before you go to college. That's yeah. not really something that we're taught. It's, it's get a scholarship, graduate. Yep. True. Student yeah, student loans, they, graduate. They, they don't they don't talk about what it's like to actually live outside of high school. It's outside hard. of high school, you you have there's things that has to be paid, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And it and it's usually you that have to, you know they got to mm-hmm. figure out how, how it's gonna get paid. So, it, it, so do you think like like seventeen that School should have where you okay seventeen you still in school but we gonna relocate you to this this facility where you got roommates and it's like simulate college and how you gonna live and how you gonna make sure you make <laughs> that would be class. dope yeah, that, that would be dope I think I think what what we have similar to that like when when you said it it's like upper bound right they they go through it during the during the um during the summer where you know they're like oh, my niece was just college. on the right where they stand on campus and stuff like that mm-hmm. so they get it. But again, you gave me the lifestyle, but you didn't give me the tools on how to actually navigate through the lifestyle. So they're not doing financial literacy. And if they are, they're not doing it effectively. People can say they're doing financial literacy out here. Like, it's people that say they do it. <laughs> but, like, where's the results from it? Like, right. you say you have these programs, but can these kids, can you, can you show us how these kids are using the skills that you quote unquote taught? Right. You know what I mean? So that's where. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's like. A squared plus B squared right. equals C squared, but it's like I ain't using that in like at, at the end of the day when life. you when you look at it, financial literacy or fi- just you know having f- good finances is addition, subtraction, multiplication, and division. Yeah. That's, that's really that's but, but 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 <laughs> when you look at when they teach us those four things, right. they never talk about finances. Right. They talk about Johnny had five apples. Right. Yeah. right. You know what I mean? What if we had a workbook, and this is something that I think about, I, I, eventually I'll <laughs> probably do it, but like, what if we had a, a math workbook to where it was real life situations? Lil Uzi Vert needed four hours of studio time, and he and it cost $50 an hour. Yeah. He need four hours. How much How much does he have to pay? Right. Something like that, right? That's like, dope. that's practical. They yeah. know who Lil Uzi Vert is. They right. know what a studio is. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, that's... Like well, those are the type of things that, that we that's need. on the teachers because the teachers kind of choose the lessons plan. I mean, they normally have to get the lesson plan approved. So some of that is structured through like the the uh, district and how they want to yeah. teach their kids and True. what what pro- uh, you're right. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's like the president you don't really have from the right. Yeah, yeah. it's that's a lot. True. I mean, but but again, it goes down to the taxpayers and the parents, yeah. right? Like when you look at it, how, when the last time when 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 did our parents go to? Board meeting. Never. <laughs> I presented to the board at North College Hill. Um, it was their first board meeting uh, after the school year started. It was two parents there, and one of the parents worked at the, in the district. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like they have these meetings. They got all. They they lay out how much money they got and where it's going towards and everything. Right. And nobody challenges why we have failed in schools when we have all of this greatness in the city. Right. And we you know have I mean? a say, we just don't, we don't show up. Absolutely. We don't, we, we don't show up. So for me, I'm not even wait. like I can't wait till every parent decides that they want financial literacy taught in the school. I'm going mm-hmm. and I'm like, I'm either going to do it in your school or not, but it's going gonna, it's gonna to have to get done. <laughs> like, What's I, one of the first things you teach when you go to a school and you teach financial literacy? What's 
the first thing you think is most important that they need to know? Uh, I think the first, <laughs> the first thing that we teach is the, having the right financial mindset. So understanding that money isn't a result, it's a tool. You know, it's not a, it's not like money is not the goal. The goal is the whatever lifestyle you want to live and money can help you get to that. But the, you have, you have to have the, you know, when we say I am the bag, yeah, like I don't chase yeah. bags. I'm the, I am the like, bag. you paying me, right, you ain't, exactly. you know, so it's like, how do, how do I then get people to see my work? Right. Um, and, and, but the first part is you, you got to understand what value you bring, right? Like right. what, what skill sets do you possess? Or if you don't mm-hmm. possess any skills or feel like you don't, what are some that you feel like you're interested in as a, you know, seventh or eighth grader, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody can't be a YouTuber and basketball player. Right. You know, and that, and that, and that's fine. And, and, and I'm going to challenge you. If you say you want to be a YouTuber, let me see your channel. Oh, you ain't got no channel. So you saying you want to be a YouTuber, you, you haven't even created a channel. Right. You know, what are you going to talk about? So I'm, I'm literally having those conversations with, with kids. Um, but an- another thing is teaching them that we're in, like, what is capitalism? People don't understand capitalism, socialism, yeah. communism. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you hear those terms, but you don't, like these kids just don't understand what capitalism means. Right. And and if we uh, if we talk kids how to understand the the way you move in capitalism, you'll see more people actually, you know, getting um, getting bigger contracts with the states, getting you know getting more land, owning more. Owning more things in our community, right? right? They talk about the you know, the dollar in the black community only stays in there for a few hours. It's because we don't own anything. So yeah. when I get paid, black people don't own the building that I live in. So right. I gotta pay somebody outside of it. Mm-hmm. Black people don't own the grocery store. Black people don't own the car lot. You know right. what I'm saying? Like so, it's like we that that's why the lack of ownership. But also, like even if you don't own it, it's like we also got to get rid of the debt. You yeah. know. If, if, if your debt ain't making you no money, it's bad debt. Right. And I think also when we do have black-owned businesses, people don't put into it because they're looking for discounts. That too. You know what I mean? That and too. it's like you go to any white store, any white company, European, whatever it is, and you yeah. don't have a problem paying what they, they're pricing. Right. But you go to a black store, you automatically feel because you're black. Your prices should be low. Yeah, but I, th- I think it's, it's on the surface level though, right? Mm-hmm. Like if you... If you look at it, most most black businesses say yes to the discount. You know what I mean? Yeah, so it's like we want business, but but you gotta stick <laughs> you gotta to your, your guns. Yeah. You gotta you gotta know your worth, and you gotta understand that if you have a product or a service, you gotta promote it to more than just a, a, a black person. You yeah. know what I mean? Like it's it's more than it's it's more. Uh, than black people listening to the baby. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like, you look at him, you think he for our culture, but it's like pe- other people like our culture. Yeah. So if it's they like, if you sell it, they love it, right? Yeah. So if you talk about Adidas, like Adidas don't just be like, yeah, we gonna target 14 to 20 year olds that are black that stay in Cincinnati. <laughs> they don't think like that. They right. like, man, we gonna target 14 to 20 year olds in America. We gonna do our marketing we gonna we gonna have different marketing things. We gonna put a black person in in our stuff. We gonna put a Chinese person, Latin American, all of, like yeah. I mean, black owned businesses. You just gotta. I mean, you gotta understand what's working for you and what's right. not. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And if you if you if, if people keep trying to get discounts from you, it's like is your stuff really worth it, or or do you value your you stuff like you? Like I yep. posted a status like people gotta you gotta be serious about it before somebody else. See, see going on that culture thing, I believe. Black people need to come more together and network more because our culture and what we have and our genetics and everything that we can, our resources that we have, we can do. All the other people want that. They they dressing like us. They trying to talk like sure. us. They they trying to listen to our music. They yeah, you know mm-hmm. right. So we we need to more so you know like I said capitalism make more so capitalism over our our culture our brand mm-hmm. and come together and try to you know bring that together. Yeah, it's hard, but I mean super hard. So, most people don't understand what true networking is. Right. They don't know what a network is. Yeah. So it's just about it's about changing the mindset of people. Um, yeah. and, and I think like I, I'm big on like I say build with the builders. So I ain't expecting every black person to be with what we trying to do. Right. And that, and I'm okay with that. You yeah. know what I mean? Like if that if that ain't what you want, then that's just not what you want. But that's not gonna stop me from continuing to work with. And you gotta weed it out. Like it's just. It's gonna be some people that look like they're a builder, but they're really not. Right. And 
that's a problem too. People are, are like, um, oh, well, this person doesn't like what I'm doing, and this person doesn't like yeah. what I'm doing, so I'm gonna stop and yeah. I'm gonna change what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, this person doesn't like what I'm doing again. Okay, I'm gonna stop. <laughs> yeah. gonna, and it's like a continuous cycle. You gotta find something that stick with. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta build, build that value. Like I started the juice business, and originally I wanted to market it to black people because when I traveled. I noticed that in the juice bars, there's a whole bunch of white people. Yeah. No black people. Yeah. And I said, it's because we're too busy drinking soda, Kool-Aid, and I wanted yeah. to educate the black people all together on why juice is so important for you. But then I, I reversed my mind and said, you know what? I want black people to learn about it, but it's not just going to be for them. Absolutely. You know what I mean? And and I have people who will hit me up like, how much is the juice? And I'm like, $10 per bottle. $10? I can get a Gatorade for two. Well, go get go a get Gatorade. Gatorade. <laughs> but you don't understand, a Gatorade is not going to prolong your life or help your health in Absolutely. any kind of way. A juice is. Question. Yeah, and that's exactly what it is. When people try to devalue your, your whatever your product is, you got to let them know, i got to pay for those bottles, the yeah. labors, the stickers, everything. And then i got to go out and get the ingredients. And that's going to cost me more than $10. So, a lot, so, so you, that means that most people don't understand cost of goods, exactly. right? Like so but who's teaching that? Right. Right? Like and as a business owner, you don't feel like putting that out there where it's like, man, I pay for this, this and this to do this. Like right. you almost <laughs> yeah. feel like you you Complaining almost, almost. Yeah, yeah, you almost feel like yeah. you, you you mad at people for not understanding, <laughs> but you can't. Right. So um but yeah but but then you look at like I went down um I was on Vine or something and they got a juice yeah. they got a juice bar yeah. and the juice there was Ten dollars. Yeah, that's the average rate. I mean, it's the, it's the white owned like, juice bar is ten to twelve bucks. Yeah, like, so it's like that. That's that's what this demands. And but you'll see white people in that juice bar yeah. paying and that ten dollars easily. Well, one of the principles in my book is we don't have an income problem; we got a priority problem. Right. So it's like for for Absolutely. most people, they make money, but it's like you look at when you look at their bank statement, they priorities messed the up. Thing. You say you want to you say you want to save up some money, but yet I see a lot of. Fast food stuff. Yeah. Well, I see a lot. Yeah. Of, I see a lot. I see a lot of Amazon on here. Like so, it's like. Yo, my mom like, did that. At, I think it was my freshman year of college, and I was still living at home. I came home one day, and she was getting my bank statements. Yeah. And she sat me down, and she's like, "What you doing with your money?" I'm like, "What I want to do with it." You know what I mean? And she's like, "Look at this bank statement. And tell me what you see." It was like, "Beat up, beat up." Now that's it. That's what mine's gonna look like. <laughs> and she was like, "All oh, you spending money on is food. Why can't you just go to the grocery store, get those groceries, and make your own? You know what I yeah. mean? Save that but money see, for something else." Here's my thought on that. Once you go get your groceries and do all that, you still eat out. You you basically <laughs> average out the same. Yes, it's healthier. That's yeah. that's the reason why the grocery store. But I feel like financially, it's about the same. Well, not, not necessarily. Not necessarily. It's just the well, it's different. It's, it's different for a lot of people. But I would say, um, as you start to develop develop a, a right mindset of ownership, like I know a guy. He's literally. He says at, by the end of twenty twenty one, he will no longer need the grocery store because he knows how to. He knows how to garden. Yeah. He knows how to actually, you know, raise chicken, kill them. Cook them like yeah. you know I mean that stuff. Like when you look at it, like yeah. I ain't even touching the chicken. <laughs> you know, like that's just me being right. real. Like right. if a chicken walk in here right now, most of us yeah, probably be on this on. table. Yeah. You know what I'm like, so it's so it's just a map. Like and I always I'm like, I wish I would have lived on a farm or something. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. But but it's but again, when you grew up in a certain like culture, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And the environment is it, it can it can be like that, but. I'm focus. I really focus on how can I generate a lot of money in the next five years, right? How can I, and then how do I make sure I keep it? Right. You know, if we yeah. just imagine if we can get debt free, like get get rid of the consumer debt in every household. We we wrote down all of the the amounts that we have that we pay towards debt every single month, Jeez. and then what if we and then we say, all right, add all of these up between us five. How much money is that? It may be. It may be in the awesome, thousands. Right. It's gonna be in the thousands, right? Like I know I got a wife and three kids. I know mine in the thousands <laughs> by myself sometimes. Yeah. But you look at that and you say, okay, we got four, five thousand dollars. Let's say we put that in an investment account. Mm-hmm. Every month we got four or five thousand dollars accruing interest. You know right. what I'm saying? So it's like we gotta look at that. Like us five can change change Cincinnati True. if we just thought like Absolutely. that. And there's people that got investment. Um, groups in the city, like some yeah. young black people, 
So it's just a matter of, I guess, like you said, the networking. Like once you start understanding that everybody is connected, that's yeah. one thing about MySpace I used to love is they used to show you <laughs> your, your friends, not your top five, but it would show you your friends, and then it would show you based on your friends, this is your network. Right. So your friends might be, let's say, four thousand, but based on these four thousand, your network is like two million. I used to look at that like I'm like, you know, we young, we like right, 16, yeah. 17 with MySpace page. I'm like, <laughs> but I used to look at it then because I knew I wanted to be a businessman. So I used to look at stuff like that. Like, yeah, I like, never dang, that's it. access to all them people. Like, if I sold, I used to be playing with numbers. Like, man, if I sold <laughs> something for $2, yeah. like, you know what I mean? I used to think like that. So we just got to understand that we connected um, to more people than we think. Right. And it's a, ma- it's a matter of not getting so caught up in like one or two people not liking what yeah. you do. Yeah. But the understanding that your supporters are going to be the ones. So I might hit up somebody who I know got my T-shirt. And I'm like, hey, man, here goes just 15% off. Like, you right. order order today, you get 15% off. Yep. So I got and how, can we, how can we come together and build more conventions and seminars for, like, uh, networking as far as, like, whatever it is that we're trying to do? How can we come together and build I feel that? like that's easy. I feel like that's just you need you just need a venue. A venue and promotion. I know a lot of people like they come to the hotel and they'll just be like, "Hey, I just need a space. I want to do this mix and mingle." And then they go out and invite everybody. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Promote it. I think it's as simple as that. We just have to want to do it. I think also you gotta you gotta start with the end goal in mind and then reverse engineer. That's what any goal. So you whatever the whatever you want people to take away from that event yeah. uh, that you, that you want to put on, then you reverse engineer it on who the type of people that we gonna need in place again. You just, Anything you're trying to do, man, you still need a team around it. You can say you want to do an event. You can't be the only one promoting it. You can't right. be the only one checking on people. Like, that's my all problem. of that stuff. Like, that's my problem. I yeah. try to do it all. I can't. You know you what I mean? can't. Even when I, I mean, I do my own seminars, but it's super. Like, I ain't just being the only one that's inviting people. Right. But I do, it's clockwork to me at this point. And I'm to the point, I don't even give out. Like, I be, used to hand out folders with all type of information, <laughs> and I don't even do that no more. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, you you gonna come, you gonna it's it's gonna be well worth your time. Because yeah. I know I, I, I know what I can provide as far as value and strategy. Right. So then we got the Patreon that we're gonna launch and then if you want one on one coaching, we do it like that. Yeah. So if you really wanna like get better, yeah, you gotta you you gotta participate in whatever miracles you have. Yep. When I say two two jobs are for two people, how do you feel about that? I agree. Okay. <laughs> I say that same thing. And understand that two jobs is still one stream of income. Right. So then we talk about create multiple streams of income. I'll give you an example. Like, Pete, you good at, you know, working out and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, like, let's say you like, man, I want to make an extra, like, three, $400, but I don't want to take up too much of my time. Most people going to think for you, you got to get some one-on-one clients. But what if you created a 30, 60, 90 day workout plan, right. yeah. ebook, put yep. it on your, slapped it on your website. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now you got some bread more coming in, money. right? Yeah. And then if somebody won't, like, oh man, you got to show me. Then you're like, oh yeah, now I can do one on one because I done generated some little bread and now I can free up some time on my full time gig and do it like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Then you can do a podcast around it, right? Because mm-hmm. you know, there's people that's on multiple. Podcast. So now you do your own podcast. Yeah. Now you interview the, the, the potential clients. Yeah. You know I mean, that's another like thing. Like people, I, I listen to this one podcast. He like, man, I interview all the people I want to be my clients. Right. That's dope. You know what yeah. I mean? So it's a lot of things that you can do. But two jobs, man. It's I mean, but if you got to do that, like, and you gotta do, like yeah, backtrack yeah. it, like it's not a bad thing. It's right, just, right. It's that's just my my train yeah. of thought. Like two jobs, three jobs. That's for two people, three people. Yeah, well, I know some people feel like nah, nah. You need to be out here getting as much money as you can. But it's like yeah, but what you do, most, what are you doing? Most, do you do you know any person that's rich that got two, three jobs? Right, that's a good point. Like regular <laughs> jobs, not like a Joe Budden that's yeah. on this and that. Like you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like yeah. I'm talking about uh, somebody that's out here that's working at a factory, working at the hospital, working, right. and, and you and you see their bank account is in like the. It's off the charts. Right. They get they debt free. They you know what I mean? Like you ain't you ain't you don't, you usually don't see that. So yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? Our mindset can't be like, oh, I need this to hustle, but it's like, nah, you created a lifestyle. And like, I'm cool. I'd rather work less and I, I, I just don't I just don't believe in like having so much time yeah. dedicated to that. 
and, and part of that though is because I have a family. Right. So I need. I'm the exact same way. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not gonna be punching a clock all day just to make <laughs> a way of living. I just yeah. can't do it. Yeah. I call crazy. that blood money. Yeah. Like, and that's how I felt about my job. Yeah. I'm like, I'm, I'm giving y'all blood. This is blood money that yeah. I'm giving. Yeah. The the money's great, but I'm giving y'all six days, twelve hours a day. Right. Yeah. Like my that's body, tough. it's not. Yeah. It's not good. Yeah. Yep. What is it doing for you? So Actually, when you know these kids are coming out of high school. And or you you teaching them when they're coming out of high school. What are some of the things that you're teaching them to invest in, or you know what to put them? I first, I first uh, number one, I tell them to invest in themselves. That uh, you know what I mean. Like you can try to do the little stocks, forex trade stuff like that, and all of that's cool. But until you start to understand that you possess the tools to be able to make as much money as you want. And that that's that's what we gotta start at. So I'm te- I'm telling them, you know, look at trades, look at you know, if you like like I was talking to a young guy yesterday, he's 20, and he already gets paid to do promos on Instagram. And I was like, set you up a Patreon page, start doing more video content, do this, do that. And I'm like, now you can drive your supporters to like, you know, they can support you. Then the people that pay you for promo will want to be a part of the Patreon. You can create a uh, literally a, a contract for, for them where it's like they paying a certain amount a month to make sure you continue to to do it. So it's like I'm I'm teaching them how to use where they at, who they are, and how do you how do you monetize that. But then also, you know, investment accounts. You wanna you wanna start looking at like we, we gotta challenge our financial advisors, the ones that are the, you know, CFPs and they got their series six and all of that. We gotta challenge them to be a part of the community as well. And not just when people got money. Yeah. You know, but they need to be the ones in schools too. Because mm-hmm. um, that most financial advisors make six figures a year after their second year of business. Yeah. Like that's a <laughs> it's almost a guarantee if you're gonna be a financial advisor, like because most people like when you, the, the the way they get paid is crazy. Yeah. So but you're not coming back into these communities, and you expect us to support you. So it got to be you, we got to create win-win situations all around the board. True. When you spoke about trades, I don't think people understand how important that is. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like trades. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, with when you look when you look at there's certain things that I'm just not gonna be able to do. <laughs> my, if my toilet mess up, I'm calling a plumber. Right. Right. If, if the if the light ain't coming on, I'm Call calling an electrician. You know, you look at you look at people flipping these houses and stuff like they ain't they the one doing all of that. Like it's people that, yeah, that you know what I mean. Yeah, it's yeah. contractors, and you go from being the person that's putting in the work to the one delegating the work. You know what I mean? And understanding that is levels to how trades can be. Um, so that I mean, you you in ten years, I'm telling you, you're gonna see a lot of people getting back to um, focusing on trades, and we got to challenge these, you know guidance counselors and resource coordinators in these schools to really start having the best interest for our kids. And pushing, though. Yeah. They push yeah. college, college, college. Yeah. They don't push trade schools. They, they don't, don't push, push trade school. They don't, they, teachers, don't push, they don't push a lot of things. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. a lot of teachers are pushing stuff they don't necessarily believe in just yep. with the higher-ups mm-hmm. coming yep. to push. You know what I mean? Yep, yeah. We got to hurry up and get these test scores together. Yep. Like, yeah, no test scores don't mean nothing. Yeah. You know, and it was crazy. Like, I was thinking about this. So, y'all, you know, y'all done play sports or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know how, like, you got to have a certain GPA. You can't have, like, two Fs or something yeah. to, yep. to play. Yeah. What What if we, what if you got a kid that's super talented, but he just doesn't get school? Like, is that, you know, do, do we feel that like that's a punishment? Is, is, that a, is that a punishment? Like, right. you know what I mean? Or is this something that's like, nah, we got to, we got to build him up. But it's like, man, if I. If I just don't get school, I just, yeah. don't, get I just don't get it. You know what I mean? So how much you know is how much you remember. Yeah, and that's how that, that's how high school is. Yeah. yeah, yeah, like I was just thinking about that uh, the other day. I'm like, man, what if I, <laughs> like, what if I just, like, what if we took away, like, you got to have a 2.0 or whatever to play sports. Like, mm-hmm. will we have more people act? Like, how would that affect number one? The more academic, talent. but then how would it affect like it's so, much, it's so much talent? That's right. Yeah, they would. <laughs> I don't know. I think I think if we if we put a put more emphasis on them being the best version of, of themselves, I think now they they would start to focus on yeah. Why? Because I I tell people all the time. I'm yeah. like, I tell the kids that I'm like if I if I wanted to hire you, and I looked at your attendance, 
would I be? What would you stay around long? Right. So I'm like, the first thing you got to show up. Then I'm like, all right, if I give you a task, and, and you and, and I taught you how to do it, and I gave you a deadline based on how you do your homework now, would you would you stay around for a long time, or would I fire you because you're not productive with your time? You got the same time as I do. Yeah. One person productive, another person ain't. So I'm breaking it down from that perspective. Yeah. So now I'm like. You know what I mean? They, they just imagine all these business owners start pulling up the schools and telling them like, man, nah, we we need to hire y'all. But if you can't take care of your business here, we know you can do it. Right. You know what I mean, I ain't tell, you know what I mean. There's some people that just don't get math. I get that, but you know how. Like then you start be like being friends with the person that is good at math, so you can actually. Now we start talking about building around our weaknesses and our strengths. Right. Whereas like, yeah, Sanchez, he he good at juicing. Like, all right, well, shoot. How can I? How can my financial expertise help his juice company? I know right. how he can help my body because I got a gut and I need juice. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I know how he can help me, yeah. but I, but then he may have other people that I like. We we all from the same like we from the same city, but we right. got different networks. Yeah. Like you worked at different jobs where it was different people, so it's like how can we then start to tap into right. to this and teaching the kids that that's how? Because just think, man, if we had social media. When we was in high school and stuff, like you know, the time, the people, like, you know what I mean? These people so we would different. know, more people we would know just off of that. Like, yeah. I mean, it would have been some crazy stuff happening. <laughs> but, but, like, I, I'm just like, man, like, teach them everything. Teach them why this, right. teach them, like, they don't understand why getting right. a good grade is important. Or why, why why education, period, is important. Cool. So, if, if you take away, as, as athletics, it's extracurricular meaning. Or if you take it take away that, then you you make people pay, right? Right, like yeah. so you can do all type of just goofy stuff. But I, I'm always one of my buddies, man. He grew up in Wind Terrace. He, I mean, <coughs> mom, mom was schizophrenic. He used to get locked in. The, him and his siblings used to get locked in the closet okay. while they supposed to be in school. Um, he had two strikes, and this this guy is finishing up his PhD at Yale. You know what I mean? And he was in a city. He, but he, it's crazy man. He's so live to me. Like I, I, I really admire him. Like he, he's, he's all he got to do is do his dissertation. But he teaches in California. Yeah. But he's still on Ohio time. So he be up. Like if I'm up at five in the morning here, like he up in Cali getting work done. Like he weird man. He wired differently. But he always tells me to like, you gotta imagine things that like. You gotta always use your imagination when you when you look at how to change things. Cause changing stuff ain't like cutting something off or like it's like how do we build on top of stuff or how do we even have create something new that has never been done, yeah. you know, or never been imagined. So I'm always thinking like that, even with my finances. I'm like, how would it feel if you know? Because most people say you know live on ninety percent and then you know always make sure you got that ten percent buffer. But like, what if I lived on ten percent, and then I had I had ninety percent of my fine, my income right. saving or investing? Then you look at that like, man, that number different, <laughs> right? Like you look at what ninety percent of your income is, and if that was ten percent, that means you got to make four or five times more money right yeah. now, right? Yeah. But it's like it can happen. Yeah. It's possible. True. Because now when you get to that that amount of money, most people. Increase their lifestyle expenses. Yeah. But if we imagine the world where nah, I don't need a lot. I can shop. It. I can. I ain't gotta buy shoes. Like, you really don't need a lot of shoes, yeah. right? <laughs> like you just look at like you. You technically in Cincinnati, you probably need at the most three pairs of shoes. I was gonna say three. <laughs> three <laughs> pairs of shoes. At, at the most, you need three pairs. Blue sneakers, sandals. <laughs> Blue sneakers, loafers. Yeah, right, because you can even yeah. wear loafers as opposed to be, like dress shoes, right? Yeah. So that, but and I'm, I'm a, I done bought like fifteen pair of Pumas in the last <laughs> year, so I'm just saying, like I'm imagining, like what, what if I can? Like, how long can I go without buying shoes? How how long can I go without buying? Like, at what point can I get to like my wardrobe is set? I don't need nothing. Like I want to get to that. Like it seems like it's never ended. Like then you 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 know your weight fluctuate or like you got an event. You like man, I can't. I ain't got nothing to wear. I'm gonna have to buy something new. I got a we got day night tonight. I'm about to leave here and go cop the shirt. Like my wife saying she copping a new shirt, so I can't be old looking and you new looking. Yeah. So it's just I'm always thinking of stuff like that. That's true because I was reading something the other day in a financial advisor was um, talking about how like most of the times we go buy outfit 
once social media seen it, we ain't wearing it again. Yeah. You I'm know what I mean? I'm in past that. You don't see this. <laughs> That's what I'm going to say. I don't even care if you see me in it. <laughs> but while, you we on that, while we on that subject, I've been reading a lot of self, self-help self books. Do you have any books that you would recommend to people to read? Uh, my book, number one, mm-hmm. uh, Money Sees, 30 yeah. Financial Principles. Uh, you can go to AbundanceUniversity.net uh, slash shop uh, to get that. We got it on audiobook, ebook, and paperback. Um, another book that um, that I like to, to tell people to um, it's called how how to stay organized or how to get organized. Yeah. It's um, if you if you it's on Amazon. It's literally like one of the it's it's a book that really changed how I operate and it's helped my marriage. Like I literally yeah, it's called Getting Organized by Stephanie Winston. Um, it's like ten dollars or something like yeah. that. But it, it breaks down things you can get done in like 10 minutes, 15 minutes, 30 minutes. Right. You're like, shoot, I, I actually do got time for that laundry. <laughs> yeah. like, <laughs> so so that those two books probably are, are where people want to start it. But then when you say self-help, what help are you after? Right. And 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 once you understand that, then you I would say Google or search yeah. um, you know, other books that's based around what what area of your life you're are trying you to trying to get help with? Like if you're trying to be a better husband. Look at, you know, Five Love Languages right. by Gary Chapman, yep. stuff like that. If you're looking at, again, yo, you want to invest. Money Master the Game by um, Tony Robbins. Yeah. You know, and I, in the back of my book, I actually got about 15, 10, 15 uh, other book recommendations. So well, They need to go cop that. They need to go cop. $15, you know, y'all yeah. got that. <clears throat> what about, uh, <laughs> what can they do right now? Like, investment apps or saving apps, what kind of apps would you recommend for people to go download right now? I use Acorns. I use that too. I use Acorns. Acorns. I've been using Acorns for a few years now. Um, Obviously, you got the Stash, you got Robinhood, you got Betterment. Um, It just depends on your your style, right? Like, so for me, Acorns was like one of the first ones that I even got hip to, so I just kept it, kept it with that. But like, somebody like, may like to invest in a certain, um, Company, right. then get you stash or Robinhood, you know. So just and, and like YouTube, man, like YouTube and Google are like my best friends. Yeah. Like I, I, I'm, I'm on them more than I'm on social media for real. Yeah. So I got a couple. We got a couple guest questions for you. Okay. Um, the first one we ask everybody: If you could chop your arm off for anything in the world, what would it be? I can chop my arm <clears throat> off for anything in the world. Um. <laughs> wow. <laughs> no, it had me shook. Yeah, yeah. Um, for every black person to move back to Africa. Really? Yeah. I like that. I like that answer yeah. too. Why? Um, I just feel like I, I listened to a lot of Akon interviews. Yeah. And oh t- yeah. And one of the things that he said that really opened my eyes was somebody was like the, the interviewer asked him like. You know, a lot of people say they want to go back to Africa, right. or we should all go back to Africa, but people are scared because they don't know what they would do in Africa. And he was like, do what you do where yeah. you live. He <laughs> said, I don't care what industry you're in, Africa needs it. And you can probably make way more money yeah. doing it in Africa. You can blow up faster because True. you, if you, the faster you move there, the faster you can actually get in touch with people. So it opened my eyes. And obviously we know Africa is bigger than every other continent yeah. so <laughs> it's space true. force for yeah. sure um but if everybody went like uh, that'd be dope yeah they push that false image like they pour out yeah. there and like it's so high and stuff nah. like that it's yeah not true at all. and see yeah. that goes back to something i was saying earlier like here we can even like you know like the jews they got their whole community everybody mm-hmm. they buy land and yeah. just build on it yeah we i mean it's, do that. in cincinnati you mean Lincoln Heights still available for us. Right, you, know you got to move, black, start with the small yeah. cities first. Yeah, like we can all get some land in Lincoln Heights. It's yeah. cheap right now, but people ain't really like again. You imagine, you know, having to put in work. You imagine having to sacrifice being com- and my buddy who who uh, who getting his PhD. He he like it, it boils down to your you know being uncomfortable. Yeah, right. If it, you you talk about like if you if you have three bedrooms in your house right. Right, you got like me for example. I got three kids. We got three bed, two bathroom house. We got a basement that's fully fully furnished. If somebody who I didn't know came to me and said, or who I know a little bit came to me and said, "Man, I just need a place to crash for a couple of weeks," it would be uncomfortable for me to t- say yes because I, I'm factoring in everything right. about my Same life, right? Yeah. 
But do I have space? Yes. <laughs> but the fact of me being uncomfortable is going to sway. Yeah, then I got to think of my, my family, right? right. Is, am I comfortable <laughs> with this person around my family and right. things like that? So we, we, got a, we got a lot of work to do on just how we, how we view people. And how we and how we yeah. view, um, you know, our life here. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like you only get one life, so it's like, do I want to really spend my life accepting what America ha- has given me, right. or do I want to look at some new stuff? So y'all see me in Africa, you know. Next year, <laughs> so you know my second mean? question for your guest question is: Would you rather have perfect credit or twenty million dollars? Twenty million. Really? Absolutely. I was that question Absolutely. so many Absolutely. times. I was saying a twenty million. Too. Yeah, twenty. I mean, just 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 look at this. Easy. <laughs> if it, if I have perfect credit, I can still be broke. Very broke. <laughs> <laughs> I can have bad credit. I can have a three hundred. Three hundred, the lowest you can go. I can have three hundred credit score and twenty million dollars and live the best life that I can. True. Right. And I know that the life that I live right now, I probably like the first month. I'm only gonna spend. I'll probably spend like seven hundred fifty thousand, and then everything else I'll, I'll sit down and seek counsel on. But like we paying off everybody, like moms and them, everything being paid off. Like we we paying off stuff. Yeah. Got to get a van now because I got hella kids. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> See, I feel like the average person will spend that twenty thousand or that twenty million like that. You I don't know think I mean? so, man. It's I really, hard. I really think That's you want to, you want to know, money. you want to know what. But a lot of football players, NBA players, they go broke, right? But I you want to know why? Because of because because of the environment. Yeah. That's what I'm you 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 go. Just think of this, right? You get twenty million dollars today. Yeah. You're gonna go home to your same house, right? Yeah. These people, these NBA players, these NFL players, they get the millions. They gotta get moved from from their comfort zone. Right. And you're in an environment where we all got money. They all rich. Yeah. So if you ain't got, you like, dang, I gotta like. Man, 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 ten, keep I up. see him throwing ten thousand in the club. I yeah. gotta throw. Or not even that. Just he got a big house. I got a yeah. big yeah. house. Right. Or he big. got. Like it's it's just so so the average person if you give me twenty million dollars right now I'm probably gonna still be in shock for like two three days that I got the money <laughs> so like everybody the first yeah day I get it. yeah oh, like every shit. everybody like, doesn't have like this like I got like people know what they spend it yeah, on like I, I think go if you buy get it myself a house pay it off my mom's a house pay it off make sure we both got cars paid off. And then I would invest the rest. But yeah. I know people out here just go splurge and just go oh, stuff yeah. they don't need. <laughs> yeah. And they you, credit to be terrible. And then once that twenty million is gone, what do you have? Well, but I you think, supposed to use that twenty million to build your credit. Yeah, exactly. I think, but but I, I think I think you saying twenty million. Twenty million is a lot of money. Yeah. Like I don't think people realize <laughs> how, how much, much yeah. money twenty million is. Like when you say one million, we can trick that off. Like <laughs> give me a month, it's gone. Give me a week, it's gone. A million is super. I mean, but easy. you say that, but. There's a lot of athletes making that money, but you gotta think if you are a millionaire, your life is gonna be a lot better. Your kids are probably gonna go to the finest schools, and they're gonna cost you a little bit more. Right. So you know we talk. I mean? We talking about environment. Yeah. I'm not changing my environment once I get twenty. So million. if you if you got twenty million, you stay in North College. Either? I stay in Finneytown. Yeah, Finneytown. I would. You would. I would. I would stay there. I would stay there for as long as I, I possibly could. Yeah. Um. Which well, let, let me rephrase that. I would. I would. This is what I would do. This yeah. is re- like. I would pay off my house, which I ain't. We ain't. Our house ain't a lot, but definitely, if I had twenty million, it would be paid off. Right. I would pay it off. I would actually rent it out to one of my peoples for half of the market, right? right. Then I would move into a house that I was looking at houses um, in Finneytown. They got one for like two eighty, two hundred eighty thousand. So I would buy that house cash, right? right? So mm-hmm. I ain't got no note, nothing like that. Yeah. And then I'm, I'm straight, like, cause all, all I want. All I really want is for my kids to all have a bigger room than I had growing yeah. up, right? That's how you, you look at like, well, your room bigger than mine was. Right. Like, bigger, bigger room. I want, I want a backyard where I can build a, yeah. a, a basketball, full court basketball, yeah. a patio. Like, I, I, I'm simple. Like, yeah, just come, like, and, and have a home office that you, like, when you know I'm in there, like, don't bother me. Right. That's all I want. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, for me, I'm not, like, my, 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 my lifestyle really won't. Like, yeah, I'm going to be the same person. And that's why I be yeah. trying to tell, like, people see me on the news and stuff like uh-huh. that. Like, when y'all, if y'all ever see me, like, 
like you know, like oh yeah, he got he got <laughs> it right. Like it's gonna be a point where like, you're gonna be like, yeah, he like Lawrence got it. Yeah, I'm still gonna you still gonna see me at Treehouse. You still gonna see me. <laughs> and you know what I mean? Like 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 manager, I'm not in right. like too many dangerous situations. Right, right, right. Like yeah, I pulled up in winters. Like yeah. <laughs> nah, man. Like I'll, I'll probably ride through. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But like I just don't. I wouldn't change my love. So I don't think a lot of people will really change. That's dope. Like you you would you would make sure the things that you wish you can do right now, right? It's a lot of things that you like, man, I wish I can be debt free. Man, I wish I had a comfortable savings account. Man, I wish I had a brand new car. Those small when you got twenty million dollars, right. those things go that's right. super easy. small right. that's and super easy to do. And then you can then you can actually sit down and be like, okay, what I I did that already. It yeah. took le- it took literally less than I thought. And now what do I that, do? That, you pay off that student loan, that yeah. car, that house, your credit boom. Which is a hundred thousand. You can knock yeah. a lot of that out. Not even a meal. I know, man. It's a lot, bro. <laughs> so yeah, I would. I would never credit score. I don't even. You look at it, man. How often do you use your credit score? How often do you use credit? The only time you really make and break purchases, really. So if if let, let's let's just go from eighteen years old, right? Eighteen year old, you probably gonna get a credit card, right? Right. I'll teach people you need a credit card, you ain't got to use it. Right. So you just got it because that's part of the credit factors. You just get a credit card, cut it up, yeah. activate it, you do it. <clears throat> yeah. So you used it that one time. Like when we talking about literally the, the need of it, not just the desire. Right. So you use it for that. You're probably going to get a cell phone. So you're going to use it for that. But you really don't if you pay cash for the phone. So if you pay cash, you don't need it. But let's say you did, just for the example... They're going to run your credit. Bam, they run your credit. You're going to need internet or cable or whatever. They're going to run your credit for that. So right. that's three times. I get a car. That's four. I get a house. That's five. Right. That's almost about it. That's, yeah, about, that's, that's, that's basically it. Right. Now, how, what you spend, on what you need. Right. Yeah. Right? <laughs> five times from 18 to 35, 40 right. that you really need to use your credit. Yeah, that's true. We just do it. So, it's just been so much a part of the American society that you use it. You like, man, I want you getting a new car every time. You, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> man, I want to, I want to switch and do like. So I mean, you, it starts to become like you said, like people. I can't believe people will say they want pre- perfect credit score over actual cash that yeah, they can uh-huh. do. Like you ain't because you ain't using your credit now to flip houses or do nothing like that. So what? A seven? Uh, really, it ain't no big difference. If you got a seven forty or eight fifty, it ain't no, no big no, di- it, it ain't no big difference. Right. So once you get that's why a lot of people like they brand like the seven hundred club. Yeah. So it's people that that that's where I want to get to because I know that will be the best. <laughs> that'll be the best part. You know what I'm saying? So absolutely. And even then, you get there, you done already got your house, you done already got your car. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're gonna use it what once every four years now? True. Was that worth you not like missing twenty million? Missing twenty million, man. You <laughs> crazy. <laughs> I can, I'll take 20 million and the 300 credit score. I feel like I, <laughs> I can still live great. You sound good on social media. Oh, yeah. Credit score. Yeah. No, you wouldn't. They just don't understand. It, it goes down to education, man. You don't understand the real value yeah. of what 20 million can do as opposed to like 800. Life changing. Yeah. Yeah. Sure, sure. yeah, man. So we're going to switch gears a little bit before we get out of here and um, do our uh, turn it up or turn it off segment. Um, so this whole week, my mind, I mean, I knew you were coming, so my mind has been about what can I do better to better my business and my brand and all that stuff. And I've just really been thinking about money and get to the bag. So the, the song I got this week for y'all is Papu's Bag. So we're going to play it, and then y'all let me know if y'all will turn it up or turn it off. I got to be AG, I got to be AG, I got to be AG, got to be AG, I got to be AG, I got to be AG, I got to be AG, got to be AG, sitting back, sitting back, sitting, sitting, sitting back, sitting back, counting back, counting back, I got to be AG, I got to be AG, I got to be AG, got to be AG, I got to be AG, I got to be AG, I got to be AG, got to be AG, I got to be AG, I got to be AG, I got to be AG, got to be AG. I be sunning these rappers. I'm your DAD. It's do or die. I believe AZ. He told me I'm competitive. What y'all think about? Y'all turn it up. Y'all turn it up. Yeah, like I'm gonna turn it up. Yeah. I don't even really listen to Pop Pools much, but that yeah, was all right, though. <laughs> <laughs> he's he, he been around so long. Yeah, he bro. Had, like, yeah. We was in high school. Yeah. Like, 
I'm he ain't never dropping album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 like, he was waiting for Remy to get home before he drops home. Smack DVD. I had my the bass. He was. Papoose burning away, and I'm like, no, not, <laughs> bro. Like, Lyrically, man, Papoose got it, man. But that was my song of the week. That's the one I've been playing a lot lately. Mm-hmm. I like got, that. You got one piece? Mine's is, um, well, I'll say Big Sean Overtime. Big Sean Overtime. I'm already right, so yeah. play that then. Yeah. Wow. Wow. I just been feeling like it's all clicking, you know? Like it's all working out, and I'm about to work out. Colossal, B.I.G., look. The universe been throwing me all the signs except stop it. Niggas been plotting on me, but here's a plot twist. I can't throw fists no more unless it's profits. Lord, why you keep boxing me in? Cause I'm God's gift. I might set my mic back up in the closet, though. Just to give myself that same feeling from 04 when my hunger was more advice to you and yours. They say it's over for you. That's when you go overboard, okay? Shit, I didn't take a break. My nigga, I broke. Broke my heart, broke my soul. Don't cry for me, though. If you don't break nothing down, then it's no room to grow. One mental block leads to another. Shit is Dominoes, mixtape shine, but I'm an album mode. Ooh, she give me praise, I love an angel face. Ass so fast, she could. Yeah. It's hard. Uh, super hard. I definitely. I love Big Sean though, man. Yeah, lyrically, turn that up. I listen to that in the car. Right. No, seriously. I leave. Yeah, you definitely gotta listen to that a couple times. Yeah, that's hard. Because he's saying some shit. Some people ain't even gonna pick up on the second. Right. Yeah, you gotta listen to that a couple times. That's dope. Anybody else got one they want to share this week? I've been listening to St. John. You know that's my boy. I did listen to some St. John. That's been on repeat. It's called what trap. Let's check this out because I don't think I heard this. Listen to the trap music on the way to your nine to five. I had to sit with it a couple more times. That's what you call an artist, though. Yeah, you know what yeah, I'm yeah, saying? Like, sure. that's, what, that's, that's what real <laughs> artistry is. Yeah, I got, I got a, I'm going to definitely turn it up, though, because I got to know a little bit more. You want to, uh, Lawrence, you want to end, end it off with one? Man, y'all put a lot of pressure on me. <laughs> <laughs> now, nah, one thing, that I, one um, song that I, uh, excuse me, uh, that I play every day is uh, Make It Easy by Big Crit. Make it easy. People yeah. slip on Big Crit. I think he got album of the year, in my opinion. I just think it's like the replay is crazy on it. And like what he talk about is yeah. just. All right, let's check it out. Big Crit. Make it easy. Yeah. Uh, look at what God made. I'm God-like. The image of well done, I'm too nice. Those old so wrongs that turned to you right. And those old so days that turned to great nights. I've been peeping and watching, waiting my turns. This niggas ain't straightening up like a nasty hit minus perms. Shit would take nowadays rappers like leaves and fall. They would look away. Nowadays I'm a scripture on Sunday. I'm giving them faith. Doors is open, no ushers needed. The way I testify my fly, you think I'm preaching. The way I do this shit so big, you think I'm meeting. All my niggas live real good, we call it geesey. Bless me, bless me, Lord, no need for sneezing. Multi-first is our season. I, I catch L without breathing and bang on a motherfucker that died in my leaping. Hold up. 
Yeah, I'm turning up anything. He couldn't make it easy. Yeah, I feel the same way, but I like his message. Nah, And I like music when they got actual message to it, so I'm definitely turning it up. I really like, like, what I've been doing, and even with, like, before Nipsey passed away, I always, before people drop, I'm always watching interviews. I watch how they, I listen to how they think. And he had an interview that he did actually with his pops. Yeah. And um, I guess like, it was his pop's first time in Cali, so he took him to Cali, and they kind of just had this like conver- one-on-one conversation. Yeah. Man, I, I'm just big on I'm big on who you are outside of the music Same, too. Bro. You know what I'm saying? I seen so, his Breakfast Club interview, and I could definitely yeah. tell he ain't he ain't one of the the what, what, uh, industry guys. Yeah. You know what I mean? He, there's so much more for him. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, I'm big. So yeah, that's what I mean. I kind of start my I mean to listening to Nip, or I'm yeah. listening to, to that yeah. crit. Well, we're going to go ahead and give it our curtain calls. We're going to start with Lawrence. Lawrence, where can people find you? Anything excited that you want them to know? Sure. So um, you can find me on all social media platforms, uh, Lawrence Kane Jr. Um, you can also visit my website, AbundanceUniversity.net. Um, if you want one-on-one coaching, if you work with some students that need uh, some money seeds, or if you want to support and buy an Invest in Black Women shirt, hoodie, sweatshirt, um, cop that. And then mm-hmm. um, just be on the lookout. We're, lo- we're launching our online platform. Uh, so in the next 30 days, uh, you can get access to a lot of our training uh, for how to build your credit uh, with no money uh, to how to use um, certain uh, free um, tools for starting a business. Nice, nice. Mandy, you want to go ahead and give me your curtain call? 30 to 10, Bengals over the Steelers. <laughs> we going to see. we going to see. Go ahead, P. Since he brought up football, I'm just saying Chiefs, Kingdom, we undefeated. Key, <laughs> what you got for him? I'm going to say on the football page, Ohio State versus, uh, who is it, Wisconsin tonight? Oh, that's a no. Nebraska. Easy. That was Nebraska. It Nebraska? might be Wisconsin. I think it's Wisconsin. It's 730. You know, I'll cool. say no state. <laughs> Facts. So, uh, I'm going to just end it with, Y'all can catch us on all streaming platforms, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts. Um, and since we've been on money this episode, I'm going to leave y'all with a biggie quote. And it's simply, being broke at 30 and giving nigga the chills. <laughs> we out. <laughs>